Hello, and welcome to the Reason for Faith podcast, where we offer answers to questions on God, Jesus Christ, and the Bible. I'm your host, Martin Mikulajczuk. Okay, today's question is, what about those who have never heard of Christ, who have never heard the gospel? Are they going to be saved? Will they have a chance at the end to make this decision? Is there another way, another plan for those people who have never heard the gospel? This is a question that's often asked many times in many different ways, and I think it's a good one to address here on this podcast. I think the first thing we need to address here is some faulty assumptions when it comes to this question. Because oftentimes when people talk about uh, what about those that have never heard the gospel, it's not fair for God to send them to hell just because they didn't hear of Jesus, we have to think about two things. The first faulty assumption is that our condemnation is based on our rejection of the gospel. Scripture teaches that our condemnation is based on the fact that we're sinners, not because at some point in time we rejected the gospel. Another faulty assumption is that there's confusion between what justice and mercy is. God is merciful in that he provided a way of salvation through Christ for those who accept him because we were unable to fulfill this requirement of the moral law. But God is also just. He cannot let sin go unpunished. Because he is just, he has to punish sin. And that was the whole reason of sending Christ to pay that punishment for us. Now, one argument that I hear quite often is that people say things like, well, what about those people in a foreign country in the middle of nowhere that have no access to any technology and any way to know that God exists or even Jesus exists for that matter? And for that, we have to look at Romans. Romans 1.20 and in Romans 2.15, we read that, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. The requirements of the law are written on their hearts. Taking these passages together, we can see that everyone has an inherited knowledge of God, and that can be clearly seen through creation, and everyone also has a God-given moral compass. If this is true, then we really have no excuse for denying God existence or any moral responsibilities. People know that God exists and that there is a moral standard and that we have broken this standard. I also find it a little strange that we as Christians often talk to other people about God, how great and powerful He is. He created everything in how many days and all the powerful things He can do, how He controls everything, He can be everywhere. He's so great and then we limit Him to this one question as if He's not smart or powerful enough to figure out a way to get the gospel to these people. If we read the book of Acts, in chapter 17, verse 26 and 27, says that God had made from one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the earth and has determined the times beforehand and the boundaries of their inhabitation, and that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. Clearly, God decided when and where we should be born. And verse 27 says that He did this so that we would seek Him. We must remember that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, omnipresent. He knows what He's doing. Everyone has a way of knowing God through nature. And every one of us knows what's wrong and right. 
And here we see in Acts 17, he decided when and where to put us so that we would have that opportunity to get to know him. Now, as soon as I quote this, most people say, yeah, but that only lets you know about God and morality. It doesn't really get you to Christ. And I agree. But we do see something interesting in Acts chapter 10. In Acts chapter 10, we read about a man named Cornelius. This man knew about God, but he didn't know about Christ. But because of his strong desire to serve God, to worship God, God sent Peter directly to him. And Peter told Cornelius about Jesus. If you read the entire chapter, you'll see it's an amazing way to see what we're talking about here as far as this question goes. You have a man who's earnestly seeking to worship God. He knows God exists. And because he has a strong desire to know God, God finds a way to get the gospel to him. And that's the key when it comes to this question, what about those who have never heard? Well, according to what we've just seen, as long as someone is desiring God and seeking God, which should be evident through nature, God will find a way to get the gospel to them. Second Peter 3.9 says that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. This shows that God desires everyone to know him through Christ. Unfortunately, not all will. Romans 10, 13-15 underscores the significance of Christ's evangelism when it comes to reaching those who haven't heard. Romans says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless they are sent? And it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. So in other words, Christians are actively spreading the message of Jesus to those that have never heard. Uh, indeed, they will get an opportunity to hear. As long as they are seeking, God will send someone. That is part of evangelism. One thing we must also consider, that if there was some special way that God would make an exception, maybe at the end, for those who had never had an opportunity to hear of him, then the worst thing we could do at that point is tell people about Jesus, because then we would put them in the worst situation possible. Imagine that God makes a way for someone to get saved at the end if they've never heard of Jesus. And you go to someone and they reject what you tell them. So now they are not one of those that have never heard. They are one of those who have rejected. So now they are in the worst situation possible because they have said no. If we had not told them about Jesus, then they could always say, well, I haven't heard. This would negate the whole purpose of going out and preaching the good news, the gospel, the truth about Jesus Christ. Then Jesus wouldn't have said at the end of Matthew, go into all the ends of the world. We have to remember that God is a lot more powerful than we give him credit for sometimes, and he has a way of getting gospel to everyone if someone is seeking him. And that is the key. We have a choice. He's not going to force Jesus down our throat. And the truth is that most people are not seeking him. So yeah, in closing, I do believe that the only way to be saved is through Jesus Christ. And this is the only way you get to heaven. And not because rejecting the gospel sends you to hell, but because the, our own sins condemn us to hell. And God, through his grace and mercy, has made a way for us to escape that 
and that's through Jesus Christ. And that if someone is seeking God honestly, which is evident through nature that God exists, then God will find a way to get the gospel to him. The Bible confirms it.